Voci începito, va sâmbani tai dori, ta chezpatasani. So welcome back to the second conversation of the fiery furnace with Dev Hovnan Demirjan, who is the pastor of St. Hago Armenian Church in Tampa, Florida. Dev Samuel with Nigerian, the pastor of St. Sartis. In, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and myself, the pastor of St. Sarkis in Dallas, Texas. We welcome you uh, to this program and this episode entitled Managing Monks. We came up with this idea, actually, the now was the one that came up with this idea, but it was collaborative, I'd say, where we realized this is the first week, the first Sunday, really, it's been a whole week between times when we are not allowed to have people in the church. Last Sunday, we said we don't want any, we can't have people in the churches. This Sunday, again, the churches are closed. Um, and so it's really been a week that we are learning how to go about this. And we're learning lots of things as everyone is learning. Everyone's learning new techniques, technology in general, um, and how to just get around things. Um, we've realized Myself, and I think I speak for my brothers in Christ when we say we're managing monks because we're managers. We're still managing the people in the community. We're still participating in email discussions, phone calls, text messages, meetings online. We're still parish priests. But at the same time, we've become monks in a sense. We have our mini monasteries because we come to the churches and there's no one in the churches. We're still doing the services, maybe with a deacon or two but there's no one there. We're giving sermons, uh, we're giving blessings, and we turn around and the pews are empty. And that's not at the fault of the people, that's at the, the, the real situation and the life that we're living in now. And so now we feel, or at least I feel, I have two roles. I'm a pastor with a parish, and I am an abbot of a monastery. And it's up to me to take care of it. We also, in my parish, we've stopped the cleaning lady from coming. We've stopped a lot of people from coming and taking care of the grounds. Um, and so that has fallen on me, as I am sure it's fallen on many people in their everyday lives. They have taken up new jobs, teaching children. They've become homeschooling parents, uh, and myself included. We've learned how, we've learned actually, or had to relearn everything that we learned 30, 40 years ago in school to try and teach once more. Um, and so it's just, a, it's a different world we live in right now. Um, and we're not sure where it's going to go. But each of us have been taking this on differently. And I'm curious, De Hovnan, how is it, how have you been affected by this past week? De Hovnan, I, thank you. I, uh, and thanks for sharing that. Uh, for me, managing monks, uh, sort of brought out the two roles that are always uh, in my life that I'm trying to find balance between, but have even become harder these days. Uh, because indeed, as a priest, you are a manager of a, a nonprofit organization and have all the logistics of newsletters and fundraising and outreach. And, and now all of that has turned topsy-turvy uh, and figuring that out. But at the same time, uh, there's this original spiritual calling that if I'm not in touch with, I'm nothing. Uh, mm -hmm. But it comes more difficult uh, in times of anxiety and crisis. My, I have a host of on a hide. Uh, it's traditional in our church and called a spiritual director. 
um, nowadays, where if you are in the caring professions, the priesthood, therapist, teacher, you, you should have someone um, who is doing the same for you that you are doing for others in order to not uh, burn out. So my host of Anahir said that you priests uh, and, and clergy and caring professionals uh, are sort of like first responders for spiritual care. Mm. And I've experienced that these past couple of weeks. Uh, we've been in touch with our congregation they have lots of anxieties. They have from the roof falling apart to, uh, you know, to daily things with their family, but on top of that, coronavirus anxieties. And I've found that um, in order to manage that, I have to, two things are important for me. Number one is I have to be in touch with my Lord and my, my spiritual life because otherwise I have nothing to give that person as far as love and care because that's the source um, of everything I do. And then the second part is, I and many other caring professionals perhaps have a tendency to over-responsibility and overwork that in times of uh, anxiety, uh, we just want to do uh, more and more. Uh, but for me, I have to just be humble and know that uh, this isn't about me. All of these different stresses and things to accomplish, uh, God is doing them through me. And if I am able to find some peace and stillness, um, that God will uh, lead me through. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. It isn't about me. I like. I like what you just said, uh, Um And that's that's something that I've had to painfully learn this week. Is is that again? It's not about me. Um, and and where where do I I put my my faith and my my hope and and trust? And I think for a lot of us since since the last time we met a week ago, um, our lives have have all kind of changed dramatically. I think the world is, is changing on a daily and weekly basis. And, um, and we're all kind of navigating through those uh, turbulent waters. Um, I know, I, I think like yourself, uh, like both of you, um, you know, during these, these challenging times uh, as pastors, uh, and I think probably all of our people as well. Um, I think this is something that goes for all of us that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, you know, I, I feel I feel that pressure as, as a pastor to, you know, this is a this is a, a tragic you know time. There's people out there suffering. Uh, my response what's my responsibility? Well, I've got to care for everyone in my community, their spiritual needs, and uh, and sometimes you know physical needs as well. You know, who come to the office and, you know, who am I going to call today? I feel like this pressure to, you know, to blitz Facebook and YouTube with content, posts, videos. You know, I can't reach my, I can't visit my people, you know, physically. So how am I going to do it digitally? Right. And, you know, this past week I got myself, uh, I, I have to confess, I got myself so uh, worked up and stressed out. And I was just exhausted by uh, Thursday and Friday that, you know, spending, you know, hours trying to figure out technology. This is all new. You know, we don't we don't really know. Uh, this is not the way we we usually operate. And you know, yeah. wiring up the church with microphones and cameras to to do live streaming services, and um, you know, trying to give messages on uh, on videos and 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 give some semblance of of it being natural, which you know it certainly doesn't feel natural. Exactly. Um, and it's an uncomfortable feeling. And I got to the point where I realized, you know, what am I, what am I doing? I'm, I'm trying to take everything on by myself. 
and and uh, you know, like you said, uh, you know, who, who am I? And and you know, it made me realize, you know, it's this is uh, I need to put my trust in in God. And I was uh, reminded of uh, by uh, I was reminded of Psalm forty six by one of our clergy brothers. Um, where it says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. And um, it goes on to say, uh, be still and know that I am God. And that for me, that was kind of a, a big moment for me that, you know, it, it was a wake up that you know i was trying to put it all on on my shoulders and um and instead of putting my trust trust in the lord the lord of hosts who is with us yeah. the god of jacob is our refuge i i don't know i also forgot to say my first thing is putting it all on myself and forgetting about god my second thing is putting it all on myself and forgetting that i have co-ministers in my parish who uh, are willing and able to do some of the ministry and share it with me uh, if only I take the time and take some breaths to delegate which is always hard to do when you're stressed out you tend to just I tend to you know again do it all myself uh, but we've had uh, I'm thankful that my parish council and putting together an excel spreadsheet of who's calling who at what date and whatnot it spreads out the work so other people can minister to each other and it's not just me writing uh, solo so yeah, you're, you're right, um, both of you, when you say, you know, during these times, as the priest, we're, we're sort of like the ones that have to try and take care of everything. Because when a tragedy happens in our parishes, it's usually the priest that goes there and helps that one family one at a time. Now it's two, three, four hundred families all at once suffering the same thing. How do we try and divide ourselves up? And even everyday people have these issues where they have family members to take care of, cousins to contact, grandparents, parents, all these things. How are they able to do this too? And it comes down to, I, uh, there's someone, as you said, you know, just putting it in God's hands. You know, it's up to, we can't do everything. If we try to do everything, then we're God. It's not, we're not God. We need to say, all right, you know what? I'm going to do as much as I can with the strength that you have given me. And then I'm going to delegate to God and to others. And that's really, yeah. people who are in leadership positions have difficulty delegating for different reasons. Sometimes we think we're the ones that are supposed to do it because we've been given that responsibility. But really, I think all of us have been given that responsibility through our baptisms. We've been given the responsibility to go out and do good works, to listen to, the, uh, listen to those in need and help those who are um, in need assistance. So, I think it's appropriate for us to worry and be anxious, but it's more appropriate for us to say, you know, God, it's up to you. I'm just going to relax, stay calm, and you're going to guide me and lead me because you're walking with me on this journey. So, Amen. I appreciate sure. that. I, I'd like to, we should conclude, we have a prayer. It's actually the final prayer in the sunrise service, um, and it talks about this. Um, so it goes. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, our Savior, 
who is always with us and never lets us out of your hands, those who call upon you in faith and in truth. We beseech you and request from you, Lord, be a fellow traveler with us, your servants, and keep us in peace under your watchful eye. Be our leader so that each one of us may again reach in peace and enjoy our dwelling places in Christ Jesus, our Lord, to whom is befitting glory, dominion, and honor, now and always and to the ages of ages. Amen. Amen. Until our next meeting, we all pray that everyone stay healthy, stay safe, and stay in communion with each other and with God. Amen. Amen. Amen.